For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Left fielder Billy Cook leads off the fourth for Pepperdine. Walked and scored in the second. One of Pepperdine's three runs in that top half of the inning. Pepperdine three, BYU zero in the fourth. And Justin Sterner gets Cook swinging and missing. 0-1 here to lead off the fourth. Sterner has gone three innings, allowing three hits and three runs with three strikeouts. He's done a good job getting ahead of guys. The first pitch strike is really an important you know, part of any pitcher's approach, and he's done that, which allows you to come back with that. Now he's ahead 0-2. That first pitch strike immediately puts the batter either on the offensive or the defensive, and every pitching coach will tell you, I mean, that is critical to a pitcher's success. A little quick pitch right there from Sterner. I don't think Cook was ready for him, and he just kind of came set real fast and delivered. Almost caught him looking. That was ball one. One and two now to Cook. Two swings and misses. That quick pitch setting up the fourth pitch of the at-bat. And that's outside edge. Punched him out. Great pitch. Fourth strikeout for Justin Sterner today in the first backwards K of the day for Justin. Cook looks back at the umpire on that one. Didn't like that. Thought it was outside, but that ball just catching the outside corner. So strikeout number four for Justin. Career high in single-game strikeouts is seven. Hill did a great job framing that. Didn't try to do too much and bring it back too far over the plate. Sometimes the umpire feels like you're trying to manipulate it too much, and that situation didn't have to. Left-hand hitter Corey Wills in, and that's strike one with one gone here in the top of the fourth. Pepperdine leading it 3-0. Three runs on three hits for the Waves. Zero runs on two hits for the Cougs. The 0-1 to Corey Wills, the Waves center fielder. And that's laced down the left field line and fair. It'll go into the left field corner. Double for Wills. The throw comes in. Wills standing at second. With one out here at the top of the fourth. So Corey Wills has his second hit in as many at-bats. He singled and scored in the second. Now doubles here in the fourth. Yeah, that was an inside pitch. It looked like Sterner hit his spot where he wanted to, but but Wills was able to just get enough barrel on it, just slice it down the left field line, and he's got good speed. Easily made it to second. Another runner in scoring position for the Waves. Aron Modlin, who had a nine-game hit streak earlier this year, steps in righty against righty here in the top of the fourth. Man on second, one out. Modlin looks at strike one. I like to see that. Sterner's been steadily pounding that inside corner, both on the lefties and the righties. That one catching the inside corner high and tight on Modlin. Nothing he could do with that pitch. Modlin RBI single in the second. Sterner checks second. And bends it outside of the zone for one and one with one gone here in the fourth. Modlin, a five foot, 170 pound. Junior from Irvine. Hitless last night 0 for 3. 2 of 4 on Thursday. That's strike 2. This is what I talked about earlier about second time through the lineup. Sterner because he was able to get through that first, for the most part, I mean, we had that one inning, but he used mostly his fastballs. Now we're starting to see him mix in different pitches this second time through. That time Maudlin froze, has not seen anything off speed from Sterner, and that curveball drops right in there for a strike. Out of the stretch, a swing and a miss on the outside part of the plate. Another strikeout for Justin Sterner, and that is five 
on the day and two off a career high. And we're still in the fourth inning. Again, he had him guessing that time, threw a perfect curveball. Now he didn't know he was going to come back with another one or fastball and catches him. That fastball just could not catch up to it. Nice job by Sterner. Can't relax, though. You still have that runner on second scoring position. So this and is a big one for uh, for Sterner to get out. You've got Lutz the plate who had a RBI single in the second. So Justin Lutz, first baseman, hitting 176, but put a charge into a home run ball a couple of days ago here in Provo. Lutz looks at strike one. So Justin Sterner of his five Ks, four are swinging. Lutz awaits the 0-1 with two gone here in the top of the fourth. Man on second for the Waves, and that man is Corey Wills, who got there with a stand-up double. 0-1 to Lutz. Top four, Waves up, three zip. That's ripped and skips under the glove of Austin Deming at first base into the right field corner, rounding third and coming home is Wills, and stopping at second is Lutz. So Lutz on a two-for-two day, and the Waves out to a 4-0 lead. Yeah, that's a hot shot right there in the corner. Deming had a chance at that ball. It looked like he almost just overplayed it a little bit. The ball just sneaks under his glove. You can see right here he's extremely upset with himself for letting that one get by. Again, all he has to do is block that one with, you know, two outs. He can just trot over and maybe toss it to Sterner. Just snuck over his glove uh, right there to, to right field and switching positions now back at second base. We saw earlier in the game as strike one is delivered to Dixon. We saw earlier in the game just Deming get in front of a ball that he was able to yeah. knock down and ultimately make the play. Yeah, that one, it, it almost seemed like it had some top spin on it. He thought it was going to bounce up into his glove Skipped a little bit. Skipped under it. Yeah, and just yeah. went right under his glove. That one, you just got to smother and sacrifice your body and just get in front of it if you can. Lutes a lead on second. The 0-1 outside to Dixon. 1-1 one and one with two gone here in the top of the fourth. So BYU's down. 4-0, and that's where they were Thursday before coming back to win. Mitchell Dixon. Looking at a 1-1 situation. Sterner setting up third base side of the rubber. Comes plate word off speed and ball two. Two and one with two out here in the top of the fourth. Definitely more off speed from Sterner these last few at-bats. This is a critical time because you're looking at this from Coach Littlewood's standpoint. You're saying, well, you know, are bats going to come alive like they did Thursday? How long do we do we sit here? If, if you know he gets another run in right here, that's a five-run lead, and we're already in the fourth inning. This has got to be a big out right here. Out in front of it a bit, chopper to third base, and great play. Casey Jacobson fires cleanly to Deming to retire the side. So the grounder gets the Cougars out of the inning, but not before the Waves push another one across. It is four nothing Pepperdine after three and a half here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the fourth here at Larry H. Miller Field, Miller Park in Provo on a baseball softball Saturday. The women are playing Pacific behind us, and in front of us it is BYU and Pepperdine, final game of a three-game series. The women also playing final game of a three-game series against Pacific. Cougars trail the waves here, 4-0 bottom four, and Brock Hale... Leads off the bottom half of the inning for BYU. Hale flied out to right field in the first. Hits now in the fourth. That's a great opportunity for Hale to get on base, get something going early, start chipping away at that lead, and 
You talked about this with, with Coach Littlewood. This is a critical game, not only from the standpoint of this series. I mean, Pepperdine doesn't want to have any separation. And they came into this series neck and neck almost with BYU in terms of their conference record. Now, after the two games, they're starting to see some separation. And so Pepperdine really focusing on this one. And Coach Littlewood said, you know, this is what San Diego did, right? They they kind of got a little bit lazy in that third game and let BYU jump on them. Pendergast ball high for 2-1. and one, Goes to 3-1. and one, And the catcher then short hops the ball back to Pendergast. Going <laughs> to switch balls out there. and Give me a new one. Brock Hale, right-handed hitter facing the righty Pendergast. Looking at a 3-1 and one count now. Brock lets that go by for ball four. So leadoff man is on for BYU in the bottom of the fourth. Pendergast disgusted with himself. A five-pitch walk to Hale. And and this is something that we've seen a little different from Pendergast last year. Threw a lot more strikes this year. Is having a little tougher time finding the zone. And this is that silver lining that Coach Littlewood was hoping. Maybe they could take advantage of his wild side right now that he's kind of going through. And sure enough, Hale draws the walk. Jackson Clough steps in, the left-handed hitting Clough, and rips it, but right to the second baseman. Four, six, three, DP, two gone. You're in the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, he hit that one on the nose right at the second baseman. If that's even two or three feet on either side of him, that ball was blitzed. It would have gotten right by him and, and been a base hit, and we would have had first and third. Instead, the waves turn yep. two. So two gone here, bottom four, and Austin Deming, first baseman to the plate. Deming retired 6-3 in the second, hits here now in the fourth, and BYU down 4-0. And that's sky to right field and caught on the fly for out number three by Matthew Canfer. So BYU retired in the fourth through four complete. Pepperdine four, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Grubel. Pitching change for the Cougars. Jared Lesser is in, having replaced BYU starter today, Justin Sterner. So we'll get you Sterner's final numbers as he went four complete, five hits, four runs, all of them earned, five Ks with a walk and one wild pitch, his fifth of the season. 362 pitches and 43 for strikes. Yeah, that's the situation. I, I don't I think anybody would blame, you know, Coach Littlewood. I mean, Sterner did what he could. He, he had that rough, you know, one inning in the second inning. But now you make a change, bring a different guy in, see if you can get something going, kind of change things up for the both the offense and the defense here. The well-rested lesser, right-handed thrower to the left-handed batting Wyatt Young. The top of the order is up for Pepperdine here in the fifth. Young struck out in the first and popped up to short in the second and two balls thrown by Jared Lesser in his first two deliveries of this outing his last appearance came at Utah pitched three innings, gave up a hit no runs, walked two, struck out three 53 pitches in three innings this is his 11th appearance of the year and he's come out of the pan in his last four make it now last five appearances and that's 2-1 and one now to Young and from 2-0 and oh to 2-2 and two. So four pitches in, the count is even to the leadoff hitter for the Waves, Wyatt Young. Lesser, big kid, 6'4", 220, out of price. You know, he's got a good fastball right there, around 90 miles an hour. Came back after being down 2-0 on Young right here to even it up at 2-2. The Juco transfer out of Utah State Eastern. 
formerly College of Eastern Utah. Stays 2-2 two two on the foul off by Young. And that's high and outside for ball three. Full count to Wyatt Young. The Pepperdine second baseman is uh, diminutive. 5'7", buck 60. Out of Honolulu, Hawaii. And swung on inside pitch, struck him out. It's going to be ball four if he lets it ride all the way in. But he swung on it, a little too tempting. And a strikeout for Lesser in his first batter faced. Yeah, you like to see that. Missed it just a little bit inside, but that was a cut fastball coming in on the inside corner. Nothing he could do with that one. Just tied him up. So Jared Lesser facing his second batsman in his first inning of work. This is the top of the fifth. Quincy McAfee waves shortstop, settling in. Cougar pitches have struck out six waves today. That's high for ball one. One and zero with one gone here in the top of the fifth, and Pepperdine leading BYU four nothing. If Pepperdine, you know, it was interesting to go back and, and look at. This is a dangerous team. That's popped up into foul territory down the left field line and out near the BYU bullpen. You go back over their season and the teams that they've played in preseason, Vanderbilt, Arizona State, the Cows. I mean, this is, they've played Wichita State. Even UCSB's a good team. Yeah, I mean, they have played a really tough schedule. And they're right there in the thick of things right now in the West Coast Conference. We, again, kind of joked about the similarities between moving day. And this is kind of the moving series. It's the fifth series out of all nine series in in the conference. So we're right at that halfway point, a critical series for everyone in the conference, including Pepperdine and BYU. The one and two comes to two and two. That second strike was starting outside and came in across the plate. It was one and two, now to two and two, and Lesser working quickly with a two and two count with one gone here in the top of the fifth. And that's a swing and a miss and back-to-back strikeouts for Jared Lesser. So Lesser, Kays, Wyatt, Young, and then gets McAfee swinging. So two out here in the top of the fifth. And BYU's are ringing him up tonight this afternoon. Seven strikeouts now for BYU. Another inside pitch. Just the different side of the plate. This time to a righty. He handcuffs McAfee on that fastball inside high and tight. Lesser now facing Brant Belk and Belk belts it. But ranging back and making the catch on a bit of a run in deep center field is Mitch McIntyre, and the side is retired. So score stays 4-0. Pepperdine 4, BYU 0 through 4.5 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougs needing another rally. Bottom 5, down 4-0 to Pepperdine. Strike 1. Delivery to Mitch McIntyre and finds the 3-4 hole down the right side. Single puts the leading man on here in the bottom of the fifth. So Pendergast got an early strike on McIntyre. Came right back and the second pitch was laced into right field. So McIntyre with a single. Starts the Cougars bottom of the fifth off nicely with Keaton Kringlin now coming to the plate. Another opportunity for Kringlin right here. After that McIntyre hit, put that right between first and second base. The diving first baseman just out of his uh, outstretched arm, diving for that one. Pendergast the righty to the right hand hitting Kringlin, but right to Pendergast, handles the grounder to second base Mm. and turn to first, another double play. That goes 1-6-3. And a big league double play right there by the shortstop. We saw McAfee come across the bag and and Pendergast threw that ball. He had enough time because it was hit so hard. He threw it to his left, but 
stretches out, catches it, just drags his right foot across the bag and gets Kringlin out of first. For I mean, again, getting out of these jams with double play after double yep. play. So two gone quickly here in the bottom of the fifth, and BYU stays down by a score of 4 nothing. So BYU has been retired on a 6-4-3, a 4-6-3, and now a 1-6-3 today. Yeah, that'll kill you every time. Those are momentum killers. BYU's had a chance in each one of those innings to start putting something together. So double plays against in both the th- in the third, fourth, and now fifth innings. And that's a, a check swing strike from Hobbs Nyberg. Go to 0-2 with two gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Jonathan Pendergast made a nice play, as you said, to handle it and make a really spot-on throw to McAfee. Drifting across second to make the throw to first and complete the double play. Pendergast. That one's driven right back and past Pendergast and straight into center field on the ground. So a single there for Hobbs Nyberg. Nyberg's first hit after flying out to center in the second. So Nyberg goes right back at Pendergast and rips it into center field. Man on first with two gone. Now one thing BYU's done in this series with the Waves has been proficient at scoring runs with two out. And here they are with two gone here, bottom five. In fact, uh, both of BYU's rallies from down 4-0 and 2-0 Thursday and Friday came with two outs. Let's see if Jacobson can get that bat going again from the first game when he had the two home runs. Casey Jacobson, right-handed hitter, number nine hitter, starting third baseman for BYU. He singled in the third and then was retired on that 6-4-3, the first of three innings in which BYU has been doubled up. Throw back to first, checking Nyberg. Two gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Pepperdine four and BYU no score. Pepperdine 9-4 and four at home, 4-9 four and nine away. And BYU's 15-2 home record, meantime, one of the best in the country. That's, enough. That's a bender in for strike one. One and one with two gone here to Casey Jacobson. Pendergast pretty efficient so far. Pitch count still in the 50s. And those double play balls helping him out big time, getting out of those jams. Misses low on that one, so two and one to Jacobson. Jacobson came into the Pepperdine series on a uh, two for 20 slump, then broke out big time with that three for five outing Thursday. Hitless last night, 0 for three with a couple of Ks. Jacobson looking at a two and one as they go back to first. Jacobson singled again his last time at bat, is only at bat in the third. Quick little coaches meeting right here. Probably telling him, look, we've got a four-run lead. Don't worry about the runner at first so much. You've got two outs and the number nine hitter up. Yeah, he did some damage on Thursday. But you don't like to see your pitcher getting too distracted in this situation with the lead uh, with the runner at first. So make the right pitch is all he's telling him on the mound as Jacobson steps back in. Pendergast working into his fifth, four and two-thirds so far. And again, back to first they go and sending Nyberg scooting back and diving in. Pendergast has allowed three hits. He's scattered them. No runs, course, allowed. A walk and two Ks and back to first to Nyberg again. Apparently the coach told him to, to pay more attention. <laughs> to the guy on first base. <laughs> because he comes back with two quick uh, jumps to first. Ooh. That's popped up. 
think he got enough of it, and it'll yeah. settle into center field. Corey Wills makes the catch there. Just missed it. Yep. So that's out number three in the bottom of the fifth, and the score stays 4-0. Waves over the Cougars. Pepperdine leads it here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Grubel. Top six. And Matthew Canfer at the plate for Pepperdine. The Waves right fielder. 0 for 2 today. Strike out in the second. Fly out to center in the third. And we've seen we've seen a lot of flying out to center. Seven outs have been recorded on center field putouts here today. Couple of them lazy fly balls, but a few of them really well hit. Just happened to be right at the guy. Jared Lesser's second inning of work in relief of Justin Sterner, and he's outside. One and two now to Matthew Canfer. Pepperdine leading at 4 0. As Lesser kicks and fires. Chopper to Jacobson in third. Handles over to first base. And that's one gone here in the top of the sixth. So the Waves leading at 4 0. They have three shutout wins this season. So three of their 16 victories coming by way of shutout. BYU has two shutout wins in their 24 victories. Billy Cook next up. It's the 5-3 ground out retires Canfer. Another one. And then (laughs) another another pop-up bunt. Pop-up bunt. I'll tell you what they're going to be working on at practice on Monday. (laughs) It's going to be let's get the bunts down on the ground. And it's the second pop-up bunt to Noah Hill today. So Hill handled Quincy McAfee's pop-up bunt attempt in the third, and now Billy Cook's bunt attempt here in the sixth, and two quickly gone for Pepperdine here in the top of the sixth. And Corey Wills, center fielder, steps to the plate. He's two for two with a single and a double. Yeah, he's had a good game so far. He rips Swing that foul down the first baseline. 0-1. Coming up with Lesser delivering to Wills. That's a lefty-righty matchup. Lefty hitter, righty pitcher. Lesser having checked in for Sterner. Sterner left having allowed all the runs scored so far today. Four of them for the Waves. BYU yet yet to plate a runner. Scored 13 on Thursday, four last night, nothing yet here today. And that's piped for strike two. 0-2 two with two out. Obviously the Waves, the nickname, you know, mascot with the fact that Pepperdine's right there on the water, one of the most beautiful scenic settings for a baseball field. But I'm looking at Will's locks there, and I'm thinking maybe Waves has something to do with some of the some of the hairstyles, <laughs> the, hair, the, the, yeah. the Pepperdine players. You got Pendergast sporting the mullet, right? Yeah. And you got you got Will's right there with the the wavy locks as well. And quite the quaffs. Mm-hmm. One and two for Lesser, and that is driven into the right field corner and settles in fair. Will's will he have a triple? He's going to stop at two, and that'll be a double, second double for Will's. Single, double, and double now for Corey Wills today. Yeah, he's swinging a hot bat for sure. Seeing the ball really well. Drives that one down the right field line. No chance at all for Hale to get to that. So Corey Wills just lacing it, pulling it sharply down that first base line, right field line. Got to the corner, but didn't rattle around there too much. So he stops at second. Thought the way he took that turn at first, might be thinking about going single, double, triple today, but he's got a single and two doubles now. Yeah, I think they just, uh, he saw, why, why push it, two outs, just get in scoring position again, try to add to that, that lead. Ron Maudlin 
Swings at the first pitch from Lesser. Popped up behind the screen. And off the canopy and into the crowd. Yeah, that was one of those rare ones. It just came on the front side of the canopy. I think people were expecting it to go back and almost caught someone right there in the crowd. Got to be aware once that thing goes behind the screen because it could be canopy and coming back at you. Aron Maudlin at the plate. Maudlin one for two with a RBI single in the second, a strikeout in the fourth. He hits now in the sixth. The wave's up 4 nothing. Man on second is Corey Wills. Lesser checks second, kicks, fires high for ball ones, one and one. Really, that was the, the first mistake pitch that... Uh... The Lessers had that last at bat with Wills lacing that one down the right field line. But prior to that, he'd retired his first four batters, first five batters, excuse me, that he'd faced so far since coming in. One, two, three in the first inning, and then got the first two in this inning. Maudlin bounces the bat off his shoulder and sees strike two delivered. One and two, with two gone here in the top of the sixth. Showing off a good curveball there from Lessar, dropping right in. Lower half of the zone, about 76 miles an hour. Now he's ahead one and two. Some clouds occasionally obscuring the sunshine on this cool Saturday afternoon. Lesser. A look back to second. Comes plateward, and that's a little late and fouled off to the right. Stays one and two. Here in the top of the sixth. Pepperdine four and BYU no score. Two out here in the sixth. So Pepperdine still has ahead of them, they still have to play Loyola, San Francisco, Portland, and St. Mary's. Those are their final four. And three of those series are on the road. Right. And you're, that's that's Loyola and San Francisco who are right at the top there. And St. Mary's obviously a good squad too. And BYU will have four series, three of them on the road. So both teams have similar finishing stretches here. But BYU in a much better spot to get to Stockton right now. Just a half game out of first. Lesser will step off. Aron Maudlin at the plate, third baseman for the Waves. Looking at a one and two count with two gone here in the top of the sixth. BYU will play its next 11 games on the road. 15 of the next 18 will be away from home. After today, only three home games remain on the year. It's a home-heavy march and a lot of traveling the rest of the way. Hind inside, didn't catch it, so it'll go to two and two, two gone. That's a tough one. Lesser wanted that, was on the inside corner. Bench thought that was a strike. So, Caught modeling looking a little bit, but umpire disagreed. So two and two. Lesser. His gloved left hand. Bent at his belt. Ball in his right hand behind his back. As he steps on the first base side of the rubber. With Wills behind him at second place, second base, taking his lead. 4-0 lead for the Waves. Two and two delivery with two gone here in the top of the six. Lesser. High for ball three. Full count. BYU's home attendance average through 17 dates was 1,133 coming into today. And BYU's topped that by going at 1612. So a combined number of almost 4,000 over last night and today here at Miller Park. It's nice to see. And finally some sunshine to reward oh. these, uh, these fans who've dealt with a lot of uh, cold and gray and wet in the last few weeks here. Three and two. Forthcoming from Lesser. The kick and fire. Curves in for strike three. Well done. Bent it right in and caught looking is Aron Maudlin. Another strikeout for BYU and the side is retired, but the Waves still keep a 4-0 lead through 5.5. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ball one to BYU's leadoff hitter on the bottom of the sixth, Brian Sue, who is also the leadoff hitter to begin the game. Sue stepping in and looking at ball two. Two and oh to Sue from Jonathan Pendergast. Pendergast has gone all the way for the Waves, now pitching into his sixth inning. BYU no runs on four hits, three left on. Pepperdine, four runs on six hits with three left on today. Ball three, so three and oh quickly to Sue. Sue will be judicious here on pitch number four. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right there. Oh, he takes. Thought that was definitely going to be a ball four fastball up in the zone. but It the was up. Game, yeah, yeah, it was. Just barely top part of the zone, so watches strike one. Three and one now to Sue. And that's a little high and inside. Walked him on five pitches. So BYU leads off the bottom of the sixth with a walk to Brian Sue. Sue to first. No Next action. up is Noah Hill. Yeah, I was going to say no yeah. action. No action in the bullpen for Pepperdine. That may change here pretty quickly because obviously BYU has proven they can get hot and hot in a hurry if you look at what happened on Thursday and Friday nights coming from behind. So I wouldn't be surprised that, in fact, where we go right now. Three guys jumping out of the yep. making, dugout. Making the jog down to the pen as they yep. throw back to check Sue at first. Noah Hill stepping in. One for two. Single in the first. Swinging strikeout in the third. Pendergast only has two strikeouts this game, but he's been aided by three double plays, which have got him, you know, in a situation where he can get out of the jams. He's got 65 pitches right now, so not a high pitch count, but he's definitely losing a little bit of his zone right here. The 1-0 forthcoming to Hill. Hitting 347 on the year is Noah. Sue takes his lead at first. And Pendergast fires high and outside for ball two. So six, six of his last seven yep. pitches have yep. been balls. That's definitely where's the coach you're looking, okay guys, let's let's hurry it up. <laughs> let's get loose. There's still plenty of time in this ball game for BYU to get a run or two, chip away. Got a great crowd here. This could get exciting here pretty fast. Again, a throwback to first from Pendergast. The righty facing the right-handed hitting Noah Hill. And yet again, back to first, and yet again, Sue dives back in plenty of time. Brian Sue has tried three stolen base attempts and has stolen two on the year. Takes his lead off first. 2-0 to Hill. In comes the pitch and catches the edge for strike one, two and one to Noah. Tailing fastball again on the outside corner. And Hill's looking for something specific. He wants to drive something in the gap. He's not going to just swing at anything, especially with that 1-1 count. You got to throw back to first a little bit behind Sue and the first baseman, Lutz. It does a nice little pirouette to keep that <laughs> from going out of play. Sue would, have been Sue advance. He would have been on third base if that yeah. would have got by. Pendergast out of the stretch. Chopped to third base. Five, four, three again. Double plays in four consecutive innings against BYU. That's why Pendergast is still in the game. I mean, he's making the right pitch at the right time, and he's getting out of those jams. BYU cannot get a runner to second base. And that's why every single time 
He puts the right pitch there. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Pepperdine had 17 double plays in 30 games, and they have four in this game. That, Seven, so, so they're averaging one every two games roughly, and they have four in four innings. That's a head-scratcher. That's that's just where six four three in the third, four six three in the fourth, one six three in the fifth, five four three in the sixth, and BYU cannot get anything going. As soon as a runner gets on, he's gone. Yeah, that's uh that's something that's just demoralizing for the dugout. You know, guys get out there, they feel like this is our inning, okay, let's get things going, we get a guy on, and then all of a sudden double play ball. Foul back into the screen by Hale, who's now three pitches into this at-bat. One and two to Brock Hale with two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. BYU no runs on four hits, and BYU can't get those hits to second base at this point. Nor their walks, and there have been a couple of those. Brock Hale reaches out to one, puts it to deep left center, but settling under it is the center fielder Wills, another center field retirement we've seen a lot of those today we've, we've had uh, either it's either be a, a double play ball right or, or something right. to center field it's probably taken majority of the outs so BYU has hit into four double plays and fly down to center four times today that accounts for a lot of outs and we're through six complete Pepperdine four BYU zero on the new skin BYU sports network